Hi, I'm Sally. I'm Linda. And I'm Ming. Pour yourself a cup of tea and join us for this week's episode of Moving Oolong. Hi, friends. It's been a long time, no talk. <laughs> uh, this is episode 98 of season five of Moving Along. I had to re- do a full introduction just in case you forgot who we were and he were, you were listening to because it has been several months since we recorded a podcast episode. Even this episode of recording took a few tries. <laughs> I feel like we're a little rusty, but we're glad to be back and I think we have a lot to catch you up on. Some like housekeeping things uh, this season will be a little different, I think just because we're all a little bit busier. Sally has started grad school, as you'll soon hear uh, later on the episode. So we're going to like not lock ourselves down to such a strict schedule as we have done in the past. And we may not have as many guests on, but we'll see. Maybe maybe things will change. But I think we're taking a more um, fluid and chill approach, um, an ad hoc approach, if you will. <laughs> But that was last season, Ming. We can't give up our <laughs> our favorite, you know, weekly recaps. Those have to stay. It's tradition. So I don't know. Who wants to start? Um, Linda, how was your week? Uh, okay. I guess we'll work consecutively backwards. I just came back from a happy hour with um, my coworkers. Um, we went to a beer garden. It was like the most gardeny beer garden. I've ever been in and we had these like they're called cabanas cabanas cabanas, cabanas? That? yeah cabanas it's like a little like hut with like an open wall that you sit in and then we're all kind of like in a semi-circle um where did you go a wonder garden in noma oh it's like right by the station um but yeah i showed my face i topped it out for a good like 45 minutes <laughs> that's so short <laughs> not even a full hour <laughs> wait I but you were late staying. to this call oh. you asked to push this call back yeah because i came there late too I oh. Arrived oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> came late left early mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. a good conversation we got some marriage advice from like gossiping huh? oh my gosh because a lot of them brought their uh spouses so mm-hmm. It was um, kind of strange to see what like mid thirties couples interactions are, because uh, it's like it was like the wife being like, "Oh, I'm getting open," oh, and the husband's like, "I'm gonna go to REI and get some bucks right now," oh. and then <laughs> like they would just like oh. go like that, and then she would be like, "Oh, like be safe, I love you," like going to REI. <laughs> oh, wait, that that sounds abnormally sweet. Yeah, but I don't know. That just might be how things are. Anyway, they seem happy like that. So I was like, okay. What mm-hmm. advice do you have for a long marriage? And then they what they, what like, advice do they have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything notable? I think the main takeaway was that you want to see how you overcome change together. Because they were together for like many years throughout like early 20s, which mm-hmm. is when a lot of, um, like, I don't know, life things happen. So, yes. like, okay, if you can, like, develop past that, then you have a good idea about how other people deal with change throughout a lifespan. Hmm. Sounds very insightful. 
for a work happy hour. <laughs> what else did we do? Oh, we went climbing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nothing to write home about. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Okay, the weekend. Okay. <laughs> Sally. <laughs> See, I told you we're rusty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. For me, so I'm in grad school now. So I've been doing like classes and stuff. So my now my classes are Monday through Wednesday in the mornings. And I have to wake up so early. It The first class is at 8.30, which is like abnormally early for me back before I started school. So now my body is like trying to adjust to this new schedule. And I'm always, every time I like after classes, I get back to my room and then I like have the intention of doing work, but then I see my bed and just end up <laughs> taking a nap every day. <laughs> it's so bad. But um, with this new semester, I've been, I guess, reaching out to like old friends and like making some new friends. So that's been fun. Like I saw an old friend from high school, Tony yesterday mm-hmm. night before I went climbing and um I've been like making friends with people in my cohort so I think we're pretty cute like our cohort is pretty <laughs> small we're only 11 people so we and we take all their classes together so we like have a strong sense of unity <laughs> weirdly even though we've only known each other for maybe two weeks <laughs> now um, but yeah, every time we go in an elevator, we have to like jam everyone into the same elevator. We refuse to split up. <laughs> I love <laughs> so, like, Yeah. And wow. we have classes on like a pretty high level in the building. So <laughs> the, the elevator will stop in between the floors and then people will just like stare at us when the doors <laughs> open and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've been having fun. I like my cohort so far and um i've secured my first rotation so i actually started this week i started shadowing someone in the lab already and next week i'll be starting full-time with my lab rotation what does full-time mean um basically anytime i'm not in classes like i'll be doing my being in the lab more often like this week it was just kind of like a trial where someone was doing some steps of a protocol that i would do later on so i just came in like a few hours a day but next week i'll probably be there like like on a nine to five schedule kind of Mm. except for when i have classes so yeah that's what i've been up to oh also this past weekend was labor day so i visited my grandpa and he Mm. told me his life story again again (laughs) yeah (laughs) did you bring back he also gave me a bunch of yeah he gave me a bunch of stuff from his garden so he had like figs bitter melon green beans um i think that was it Mm. is this in new york Mm -hmm. yeah he has a little backyard in new york he spends all his time in his garden. Like, literally, anytime he's not eating or sleeping, he's in the garden tending to his <laughs> plants, even though they don't need that much attention. <laughs> yeah, how was your week coming? Uh, yeah, I forgot it was Labor Day. Uh, did I, I didn't do anything for that. I don't know. I, my weeks have been, like, running into each other. Um, I think because work has been really busy. Like this pat this work week, I've like l- barely left my room. I've just been having like back to back meetings or like super long meetings. Um, so th- that's been fun. Um, I didn't go climbing with the two of them yesterday, which is kind of abnormal, I'd say. 
Sally took my place, I suppose, or we traded places because I went out for sushi yesterday with um, sushi. Yeah, this place called Nushi, 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 Sushi Um, (laughs) in like the Capitol Hill area. I went with Sebastian and his old coworker because apparently they used to go to this restaurant a lot. Like it was within walking distance of their job, their his old job, but it's closing. So they wanted to go to like... Mm. For nostalgia's sake before it closed and then he was like i know you like sushi so i was kind of down for it and i was pretty sore from when i went climbing with kevin on the monday yeah i guess i did do that on labor day so decided to get sushi instead um oh, i didn't realize it was gonna be a whole party at the gym but honestly it was kind of nice to like do something different and a little bit spontaneous because afterwards we got ice cream and then went over to his old co-workers new apartment so it's just like very like weird to be spontaneous like that on a weekday night but it was nice to mix it up a little bit um we don't go to the capitol hill area yeah it's like not our flight path right it, it took a while to get there, there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we drove and even then maybe it was because of the after work traffic but it took a while and mm-hmm. the neighborhood was really cute it was like the perfect like date or like friend like outing kind of area because like all the restaurants were small and cute and close to each other and then there was like an ice cream shop next door and then across the street was like this little uh, movie theater so it would have been like the best place to like bop around like on a weekend or something but we had to come back home by time for uh sebastian's bedtime you know so (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, otherwise, I don't really have much to update on on this week, but I suppose we all have a lot uh, to recap on since like we last recorded. So I guess that could be like the topic for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. So to recap, the last episode that we recorded was in May, and <laughs> the origin story of, of why we ended the season is that we kind of just got burnt out, I guess, and like ran out of like ideas we really wanted to talk about on the podcast. So we decided to take a break for the summer to kind of refresh and like um, also enjoy life without (laughs) feeling like we had to create content. And now we're back. I think that was a really start the school year. (laughs) Good summary of like why we quit. We quit really randomly, too. Because we were all like it's all prepared. Quit. It's like a sabbatical. Okay, fine. It's like a sabbatical. We quit for the summer, but we mm-hmm. we were like all prepared to record the episode, and then wait, wait, we were just like so burnt out we couldn't even lift a finger to press like record. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys think a lot has changed since we last recorded, or anything that comes to mind? It, it, I feel like a lot has changed, long. but also not a lot. Yeah. You're right. If you think about it, I think like between us, nothing has changed. But like, like I've done different things, and like we've also like traveled and like done a bunch of things in the summer together mm-hmm. too. But in the end, it's like the still the same. You know, when we sit down and record, yes, down rack our brains. Yeah. Recap. <laughs> what do you mean by like between the three? Between us, we haven't. You mean like our friendship hasn't changed? Yeah, like our dynamic friendship. I, I hope not. <laughs> In some ways, I feel even closer, maybe, because we did do that big like Austin trip, which mm-hmm. we've talked about for a while now to visit William 
Um, and I think that was really like bonding because it was a really long trip, actually. Or at least mm-hmm. it felt long because it was like a whole week and we were all living together in his house and like spending all of our time together. So that mm-hmm. was like really bonding, it felt I like. And lived with you guys, like stayed with you 24-7 yeah. for a whole week and like since college, I think. Or since yeah. Taiwan, actually. Mm-hmm. Since our Taiwan trip. Yeah. So that felt really nice for our friendship i mm-hmm. well i guess this is kind of like a side update or whatever maybe i'll touch on it later but i i have a therapist now and so i was talking to my therapist about the trips because we did that one and then back to back we did the ocean city trip with a different group of friends or like the bigger group of friends and i was telling her that like the austin trip was very like refueling like refreshing i felt like filled like emotionally <laughs> i guess mm-hmm. fulfilled mm-hmm. and then the ocean city trip was kind of like not draining because that sounds negative, but it wasn't as like it wasn't restorative. It was yeah, like, because intense. it was a lot more people, and like you know, I'm obviously way more closer to you, you guys, and William, and so it was just a different dynamic, I think. But mm-hmm. overall, the Austin trip, at least for me, was very like yeah, refuel it in our friendship. It felt good to talk to William and like live with him because we've never done that either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about our Austin trip? I liked it. I liked, I mean, I felt bad invading William's territory for so yeah. long, but it was also nice to see how he lived. Like, I feel like he's always coming here to visit us. And when we do have these interactions, it's like in one of you guys' homes or at a restaurant. So we've never mm-hmm. gone into his space. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. He got us onto the snail mucin <laughs> skin, skin care oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just nice to meet his friends in Austin too and like see how he's living there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very wholesome too. I think like if William wasn't living in Austin, I would never go there because it's such like, it's not like a touristy, spot, a hot tourist spot. There's mm-hmm. not like that much to do. It's very suburban and like residential. So mm-hmm. it was nice to like have the city where someone was there to show you around and be like, this is my local spot for whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, similar thoughts Linda from the trip or yeah, I agree with like one it was nice to invade <laughs> his territory because it's a way to just like feel closer mm-hmm. um, to a friend who we don't see that often so it was like a very concentrated like dose of like William's life is like <laughs> this um, and another part is like the restorative aspect because Kevin also came along and Kevin's like a relatively new friend, and William's mm-hmm. like an old ass friend. So it was like William's like a symbol of like antiquity. Oh my for god! Me. <laughs> Kevin is like a symbol of like our modern like current era. So the how William's gonna hate you for this? <laughs> Tell him old. I told him. I said I, antiquity. Like, yeah, I um went over this metaphor with him already. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it was like um. The timeline just felt like so collapsed in our lives to have both of those friends together mm. and hanging out because mm-hmm. it's like spans like what, like eight or nine years. So just like the scale of that was like we've known each other for such a long time and like rolling for such a long mm-hmm. time. So I felt like this is like a very special trip to mm-hmm. have that time together. Mm-hmm. 
It reminded me of like I think we talked about this in one of our friendship episodes, but like friendships are so special in the fact that like you can pick up from where you left off from, even though there's been so much time in between. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't feel like we've been separated for so long. When we like when we were visiting William, we were just like hanging out and chatting as normal like we used to. So that was really nice. Yeah, I th- I will admit I think I was a little nervous before the trip just for that reason of being like we haven't really lived in his space and like. I mean, we haven't, like you were saying, the only times we saw him were like maybe a few hours a day of like a visit here or there. So I was kind of nervous to be like a whole week with William, but it was exactly what you said. It was like nothing had changed really. Or if it had changed, we like changed together. And that was really nice to see that, um, especially I think this was like very, that feeling was very potent, like being in his car, like the same car <laughs> from high school, the same music, yeah. same music. And especially when like we were singing the same songs together, mm-hmm. I felt so the nostalgic. Same Dan cookie stuff animal. Stuffed thingy. Yeah. That hangs. Her. It just was like nostalgic, but in the best way possible because I was also able to step out of it. I think in a similar way that Kevin did it for you, Linda, but like step out of it and be like, wow, like we're, well, we're, we're grown adults. So we're like, it's not nostalgic in a bad way of like, oh, we're still young and whatever. Like we're, we've grown, but also we've grown together. So that felt really nice. Mm-hmm. William can never get a different car. If, if that one breaks down, he needs to get another blue Honda. The same model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And put the same exact little decorations in it. The same hula hoop girl. Hula girl. Never change. And the Pokemon sticker and the dashboard. I'm just exposing this whole domain. <laughs> I, I don't think we talked about it this much after the trip. I guess because we jumped right into the Ocean City trip. But it's nice to hear what you guys thought of it too. Because I, mm-hmm. I felt like that trip got me really reflective. Or just in general, I've been in like a reflective mood, but like, especially Linda, when you were saying like the time skill or whatever, I feel like I've been thinking about that a lot these past few months. Um, yeah. So we did like other travels this summer too. Like me and I went to Boston mm-hmm. um, and then Sally went international a lot. Yes. What we a lot just once? Huh? Okay, but if you go, you go to, like, all these different places. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, Do you want to talk about your Boston trip? Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, we were also kind of invading Dave's domain, similar to William, because we were in his house. And I felt like it just feel a little bit spoiled to not have to find accommodations mm-hmm. when traveling, because you have a friend there. Um, but yeah, I like Boston. It was a nice... um. Mid-Atlantic, not no mid-Atlantic, what was it? New England summer <laughs> yeah. getaway thing. A getaway that had to drag you out too. Uh, yes, but we got away in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and had some surprisingly like introspective moments with Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like Boston as a city. I think more so than Austin. Boston, Austin. But... I have been like evaluating some of these cities that we've been visiting and being like, oh, could I see myself living here? Or I don't know, just comparing it, especially now that we live in a proper city. I just want to see what other cities are like to live there. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to live with Dave and get to walk so much. We walked <laughs> so much around Boston. Um, 
So that was nice. And you're right. There were some like surprisingly introspective, like more deeper moments with Dave, which whenever I think of him, I think of him as like associated with Tassa and like a specific time in my life and a specific group of people. And him being introspective and like deep doesn't necessarily fit with that like group of people in my head, you know, like, yeah, it's just Tassa. It's just like the funny guys or however William calls them, like the the funny the funny um, one the funny one <laughs> that's what I'm Dave though <laughs> I know but I guess it's that like the mindset oh they're they're just the funny ones so like to have actual deep talks with him was kind of nice and I'm glad mm. that you did come Linda so that was like a surprising trip it was even more like spontaneous than Austin or any of the other trips at least for me mm-hmm. I'm surprised you guys like Boston so much because like I didn't hate Boston when I went but I didn't think it would be a city that I'd want to live in when I was visiting. Mm. Like, it was nice to visit as a tourist, but honestly, it felt, like, really small and, like, cramped to me. Mm. And it was, like, kind of weird to me how a lot of the buildings were empty, kind of like a ghost town. So that kind of threw me off, but I don't know. I like where I'm living now, (laughs) like, near D.C. I like having the freedom of driving, I guess. Where are you living now, Sally? Oh, I Just dox yourself. I'm in Roslyn. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm in Nova. Um, one stop away from my school. Just very convenient. And I have my car. So I can do some urban girl things. That's so nice. The best of both yeah. worlds. Mm-hmm. A lot that was of people. Like the biggest factor to me. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of um, my, or our kind of like mutual friends, or okay, I'll just say my roommates. Like today, Amy asked me, like, oh, I think she's trying to come up with conversation. But she's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, how is Sally's place? Uh-huh. And like, I was like explaining it to her and trying to describe the location. And I feel like Nova or maybe the area you're in is kind of weird because it's like suburban. Like, it's definitely mm-hmm. like when we were walking back from the metro, it felt like we were in the suburbs, houses. Um, and like actual There's, nature like, families and stuff. walking yeah. past my, neighbor, my windows mm-hmm. all the time. But then you're also just like a quick walk away from the metro, and then like you're in mm-hmm. like downtown or not downtown DC, but like basically like city DC. So you've somehow found a way to bring your suburban like Frederick, <laughs> like keep it in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very nice, and I enjoy driving um, on the outskirts of the city, not inside, but. There are some roads that are nice to drive on. And it's nice to be like near the Asian food in Nova too. Mm. Yes. In the groceries. So best of both worlds for me. Even though I don't have H Mart like five minutes away anymore. But <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen again. Unless you like purposefully like go <laughs> she could. To go find the H Marts yeah. and live there. Yeah. Yeah. What else has been happening? Oh, we also moved after Oh yeah. We recorded. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not into share. an owned place. Huh? Oh, so I just, when we left off, yeah. you were tr- looking for your own house, or you're oh. looking to buy. What yeah, happened yeah. with that, and how did you find? Like, how did you end up at where you so are? We gotta like piece these things together for the people. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I almost made it through the end to something, but then, um, they were taking like a long time, and I was getting more like. Like, the longer it took, the more I was, like, reconsidering it. Like, I feel like if they were a bit more, um, like, quick with it, I would have actually gone through. Um, but, yeah, the way that co-ops do things, it was just so confusing. And, like, 
not normal real estate. So I was feeling like not that secure about how things were going. So I kind of backed out and like just looked for a place to rent. And yeah, so I moved into in a studio in Admo. Is this too much information? I guess no one cares. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay. There's many buildings in Admo. Yeah. How do you like living alone? This is a big change from living with like randoms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like the randoms part because I feel like it was a good experience mm-hmm. to have. Like, it felt like a right thing to do when moving to a new place to just meet people through roommates who you haven't met mm-hmm. to kind of expand. I don't know, different different things. But I like the room. I feel kind of... Uh, like, I really like my empty fridge and, like, my thermostat that I can adjust by, like, exact degrees. <laughs> and all these things are, like... It's, it's what I specifically like that I didn't think about before. But now I can know, like, okay, I like my house at 77 degrees. Oh, my God, Sally. That's I was why suffering. I was suffering. <laughs> I went over what day was it Linda like sometime this weekend I was over at her place and we had just come back from walking around like basically we walked from Foggy Bottom and that's a really long walk and we were like sweltering in the heat and I was just sitting there like in my own sweat and as I was leaving she was like oh can you turn it down and I'm like turn it down just as I'm leaving and she said oh it's okay like you should have asked if you could like you should have asked and said you were hot I was like no, because I know that you like to control that nest. <laughs> it's very hot in Linda's apartment sometimes. Yeah, it's not. I'm not even sweating. I wasn't doing anything before, and I'm sweating just sitting in her room right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I get what you mean, Linda. Of like, even when I go mm-hmm. over to your apartment, I really like how it's like Linda's apartment, and I don't have mm-hmm. to like fake a smell for your roommates or you know yeah. like. You know what you're going to get when you go over to someone's own space. And that's really nice. It's sounding it's more and nice more appealing. <laughs> I know. The <laughs> fact that she has about. it makes it more appealing to us. Yeah. Because mm. now we want it to. The sweet but. life. I have housing updates. Very minor compared to the two of them. I haven't moved to a new place. But we are looking for a new roommate. So, oh, Is this your official pitch? Um, Sure. <laughs> I am the PM once again of this project, it turns out. So I've like um, posted in a few Facebook groups and we already have an interview lined up um, on Monday with someone. So we still have several months left, but I think we just want to get the process started to really find a good fit because not that like our roommate was a bad fit, but we want someone who gets along really well and could be a friend. Just like Linda was saying, like expand our network and like maybe meet new people through this person or like have them really get along. Um, so yeah, I guess that is the the ask if anyone is interested, but also I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, I kind of don't want to live with you. No offense. (laughs) Too close. (laughs) Yeah. I might be a little too close to home. Like I'm already living with two people I'm pretty close with as friends. And like, I don't know if I need a third person who also knows I have a podcast like this. So but if you know of anyone, you know, friends of friends, mm-hmm. that could work too. Um, Sally, to go back to your, I guess, when you were starting, you were saying 
not much has changed with our dynamic, I guess, between the three of us. Do you feel like your dynamics in other uh, like relationships have changed or like even within yourself or anything more <laughs> introspectively? Um, I don't know. Besides like the no. concrete changes of like, you know, really? going no, to grad school. To be Does it feel like I that changed like you? Environmentally. Yeah. Like, my environment has changed. My like day to day, my schedule has changed, but. I think most of my relationships are foundationally the same. How does it feel to be a student again, like two years out of college? (laughs) I cannot motivate myself to do readings. (laughs) It's so hard. But I I don't know. I was really good the first week. I was motivated and then Mm -hmm. can feel my enthusiasm kind of. The second we could. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I led discussion the first day of class, which is something I was like, anxious about going into grad school because before I even got there like before I even got to the school one of the professors emailed me he was like hey Sally do you want to lead um paper discussion for our first class and he like gave me a motivational article about how to lead discussions and then like I haven't led a discussion I I can't remember the last time I led a discussion we didn't do that in my old lab we didn't really do paper um journal clubs so I had no idea what he was expecting or like what I was doing, but somehow I did it the first class and it felt like a huge relief. And then Mm. ever since then, everything has been like super easy. Like you just have to do the readings and like Mm. participate in class. I don't know. So it's been a breeze. Feel like, can you feel a difference between undergrad and like class wise, I guess, or workload wise? Is it too soon to tell? Um, it's definitely less well I don't know yet because we've only had a few classes and no exams um, and we've only done a few homeworks so but I think it is more focused on application rather than like memorizing just facts Mm -hmm. so I'm not like too stressed about like reading the textbook knowing every detail from the slides Um, yeah a lot of the homework assignments are like critical thinking like how do you how would you design an experiment to test this or something like that. Oh, so interesting. Mm-hmm. It is a different way of thinking, I think. I like it so far. I think this out suits me better because I I don't like, I, I don't enjoy memorization. I don't have the patience mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I feel like uh, undergrad, not, okay, it's different for you, I guess, in like a hard science or whatever. Like, um, But I'm feeling more and more now, like, as I've been working for a few years and like meeting my other coworkers that what you majored in undergrad for at least my type of job, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's like way more about like learning how to like manage your time and like juggle different projects and work with other people rather than like memorizing these key facts. So it's kind of funny how undergrad is so much of like memorization when I, I really don't use it. I don't refer back mm-hmm. to it I at mean, all. I mean, Google exists now. There's so there's yeah. so much information you can just look up. There's no really need to memorize everything. Mm-hmm. I like that you're doing more of like I guess applied thinking or critical thinking. I feel like some mm-hmm. like I I could benefit from that. I'm trying to get that <laughs> from like my like ten podcasts a day and like reading my books and things like that. And but it's like I have to force it onto myself now. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have any books that you're reading right now? I am reading a book now. Um, yes, it's taking me a while to get through it because it's kind of weird. It, it does 
require different kind of thinking i think it's called clara in the sun and it's like a sci-fi oh. but it's the one that liz i loaned to liz on the beach mm-hmm. and she read it in a day like yeah. while we were at the beach <laughs> but for me i'm having a really hard time getting through it because it's just so i mean it's not a hard read it's like but there's a lot that's like different from our world because it's like in a, a different world and society and like i'm trying to understand their way of thinking i guess and it's not like not as clear cut as other Mm sci-fi books sometimes make worlds um it's interesting it it has a lot about like relationships and like what it means to love what is the premise of the book okay so the premise is that clara is like an a like was she basically a robot AI. yeah she's a robot friend for like kids and so in this world when um kids can go shopping for like these little robot friends and each of the robots are unique so it's not like buying like one product but they they have little quirks in their personality just like real humans and so clara she does get bought by this girl but the girl and her mother have a really strained relationship um because the girl is sick and you find out later i don't think this is a huge spoiler you find out later that she's terminally ill and so Mm -hmm. the way her mom reacts her daughter and to clara is an interesting like mother-daughter relationship so that's like a lot of what the book is about but also there's some hints throughout the book that their society really like there's um a hierarchy between the kids in the society so you like try to figure that out and so clara you're reading it from her perspective of as a robot she's like trying to figure out the dynamics of the real people in her life so she's sentient yeah basically she's like she's super programmed computer so she can make like these more human thoughts and like react to things in a human way but in some ways like she doesn't understand that like she doesn't understand that she thinks the sun is like a god kind of thing which i guess Mm -hmm. ancient humans used to think that but you know some things that humans understand innately is like not the same Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting because I love any type of book that calls into question relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. So I would give her, it's this big, like it's very thin. So I don't know why it's <laughs> taking me so long, but yeah, it's like hard for me to process it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Forces you to think critically. Yeah, maybe this is my <laughs> own form of grad school. <laughs> Linda, how has work or I don't know, critical thinking been going for you? What <laughs> is not happening? Is not happening here. Um, not at all. I mean, not at all. But it's it just feels different. Like critically thinking about practical aspects of life than like hypothetical critical thinking, like about AI or mm-hmm. something. Um, like things like oh, what can I improve on at work? That's like somehow critical thinking but it's like it has stakes because it has to do with your life but you know it doesn't have to deal with like larger theoretical aspects of things that we think about you know philosophically or for leisure so i mean i need to do that i finished um a small book called carcel capitalism recently and it's like essays about um like race and class and cities and things like that. So I think it's good to read some nonfiction um, mm-hmm. nowadays. And thinking about reading like poetry or like 
watching a documentary, just things that I wouldn't normally like reach for. Um, I'm consuming a lot of Bachelorette. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's contrast. critical thinking right there. That's key critical thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is. Because what are your thoughts on the Bachelorette? Oh season. gosh. <laughs> I mean, have you watched the recent one? I didn't um, watch the part two, but I watched part mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it was my first time watching The Bachelorette and they finally dragged me into um, the, <laughs> the cinematic <pit>. universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's very stimulating. Even mm-hmm. the premise is so <laughs> strange. Like, I don't know how it's, it like sustains itself, mm-hmm. but I guess people really do believe in, um, in the capacity to find love in a an environment like that i think from a viewer it's pretty fun to see their turmoil you know it makes me feel slightly bad (laughs) see now you understand what i meant when i was saying that if you watch it through like a certain lens it is like a a commentary (laughs) on society a reflection of human nature Uh (laughs) just my excuse to watch junk tv but yeah, I'm glad that you're watching it because then I can talk about it with someone. There's, you have to supplement like the three Bachelorette podcasts I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded an episode for you, Nick. Okay. After I watched the long spin off of yeah. Bachelorette. I oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we got Sally to watch one episode yeah. in Austin. Um, I, I kind of fell off watching it because I got into the one that got away, which we also started in Austin. Oh, yeah. And then once I finished that, I was like, well, I don't need to go back to The Bachelorette. I have my fill of reality TV. <laughs> I've been really into... I know I've always been into reality TV, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something about it has just been like really good escapism. But also, like, it's nice to see people who take chances for love because I feel mm-hmm. kind of like personally a little bit dried up on that. So it's nice to see other people who are like taking chances and like putting themselves out there and it like has actually worked out or like at least within the tv universe it's working out for them and then you like go on instagram and realize none of the couples are together or like (laughs) there's like horrible scandals or whatever but it is nice to have that brief escape i think Mm, like romanticizing romance Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) even though they're also like um like anti-romanticizing and making it seem so like unappealing but that's okay okay. that's why the bachelorette is so interesting right because it's like the idea that there's your one true love that you will find and get engaged to and then married like that's the ultimate goal but then at the same time it's like very um like non-monogamous because you're like allowed to date all these different people and like the idea that amongst all these people there might be like a paradox yeah Mm -hmm. they they what is it called when you're like they can't Okay. They like go against what they say a lot in the show, basically. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the word is. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, I guess all that reading now. is not working for me. <laughs> My vocabulary. I need to go back to doing a New York Times puzzles, <laughs> crossword puzzles. Yeah. Anything else you guys have been watching or consuming? Doesn't have to be Oh, I started watching the new House of House of Dragon. House of Dragons. Oh, the prequel to Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's really good. I'm already like wrapped back up into that world again. 
a fantasy. It's just so easy to like fall into it and really become invested, especially in like a series where there's so much lore and like history. It's like really easy for my brain to like latch onto that. And like, I'm like trying to prevent myself from really going down like a Wikipedia hole or like, God forbid, Reddit. I could really just (laughs) dig into those things. Are you guys caught up in any worlds or more? mm, I don't know. I guess you don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is a K-drama I watched recently that was I really liked. It's called Extraordinary Attorney Wu. And it's about this... uh, autistic um attorney who's just joined a big firm and like um each episode or every other episode is a different trial so there's like a bunch of different um court cases that she tries to defend defend or uh, whatever attorneys do (laughs) and i i really like it i think like the acting is good it's not like offensive Mm -hmm. and it's done like in a like it's done in a tasteful way and the stories are like meaningful and the characters also have like really wholesome interactions with each other. So I like it. Um, and most recently, like within the past few days, I've been really hooked on this Chinese wuxia drama. Ooh. It's on Netflix called who rules the world. And it's like a typical like wuxia drama where like there's these two main um, protagonists and they go on adventures together sometimes and then sometimes go back and like deal with political affairs in their own sect stuff like that but i like it um the main characters like the background of the main characters are one of them is like they're like yin and yang where like they balance each other out and they're like one of the most powerful um like wushu masters of the of the time of their time and one of them's a girl one of them's guy and then of course, they fall in love with each other throughout the series, but they have like their own obligations from their own sex. So they have to like tend to their obligations too. So yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> I told myself I'm learning Chinese by watching this. Uh, <laughs> Although yeah. I'm not sure if I am. I'm learning Chinese by watching this other show, the newest season of. Um, okay, it's like idol producer where they change the name to like youth. Oh. Or you, or youth with you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't um, that like the competing brand of idol producer? <laughs> Maybe oh. not. Or is that oh. Chuang? <laughs> well, anyways, oh, it's one of it's those like two different companies. Yeah. Chuang is like <laughs> Mango TV or something, and then idol producer Mango. is I <laughs> IT, and then like Produce One Hundred One is like the Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, like origin, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, they just figured out the copyright amongst themselves. I guess. <laughs> so everything's fine to broadcast. Um, yeah, I've been watching it since it gives an insight on what like day to day interactions are like mm-hmm. between like people who are around our age, mm-hmm. like with their peers. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I only talk to my parents, so it's not like That's a peer to peer relationship. Mm-hmm. I can't like you know um, <laughs> joke around with them in the same way. Yeah, but I can see like what that dynamic is like among friends in our age group so i think i'm learning some have some you picked up any um chinese slang from them any chinese slang um what are the kids using these days <laughs> <laughs> so it is like truly very embarrassing um but when something is like really good they'll say it's like is new 
Liu. Like, it's, it's a cow. <laughs> oh, what? I heard, I heard some saying like Liu Liu Liu, mm. but I guess maybe this is similar in sound. Maybe. Yeah, and also to say like I love you, I think there's like a code for it, which is like <laughs> it's not three, two, one. I will, I will earn this. Yeah, Warling. Five. Wait, this is a long. This has been established for a long time. Five two zero. How is that code for "I love you"? Okay, so Wu Erling sounds like "Wu Ai Ni." Oh, so yeah, it's kind of a stretch, but everyone knows it. Interesting. I didn't know until recently. Okay, guess not. Everyone is not hip. Oh, I guess she is now. She needs to watch the show more. <laughs> I mean, some of them are like, it's like young boys, mm-hmm. like, talking to each other. So it's a bit different. Because um, mm. there's also, like, an adult class, too. Like, the teachers, mm-hmm. and they get, like, their, like, level of interaction. Mm-hmm. Speaking of talking to your parents, you're going home for a mid-autumn festival, right, Linda? Mm, maybe. No? Yeah. Hey. Huh? I no guess. festivities? No mooncakes? I might go during the day. Mm. Are you, you going home? You can't see the moon during the day. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going home? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was going to go home this weekend anyways mm. because my mom has been away in mm, right. Scotland. Without, wow. Uh, it's got, yeah, Scotland without <gasps> us. Oh, and it's also my dad's birthday this weekend. So mm. we're having... Mm. Family time. Mm-hmm. I also have family cakes? time. <laughs> I think we're going to do mooncakes. My mom always gets her mooncakes from Costco. Oh, the Ooh. big ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gets the double yolk lotus oh. paste ones. Double yolk? The, the salted the OG. duck yolk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like the salted duck yolk in the mooncake, though. I usually like salted duck yolks, but mm-hmm. in mooncakes, it just doesn't feel right to me it's like <laughs> sweet and savory but yeah. it's like a month's worth of like cholesterol and mm-hmm. protein in and the duck yolk ball. is like hard and the paste is a softer texture mm-hmm. so then it's just like the inconsistency and in textures feels weird <laughs> but anyways <laughs> <laughs> this just adds to like my disgust towards yolks what huh? <laughs> but this is not a runny yolk ming yeah, maybe I'll like it. I don't know. Aren't they hard? You said they were like yeah. hard within the cake. I think I've had one before with like the yolk in it. It was not my favorite. Yeah. I like them without though. Mm-hmm. I like just loaded space. I mean, you can eat around and then you can just give. Yeah, I'll yolk. just drop the ball, the yolk ball in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like feed you like a baby bird. <laughs> mm. Maybe it's your family time. I'm going home this weekend because my grandma is at my house. Apparently. Oh, grandma. Grandma? Yeah. What are you know. doing with grandma? Um, I guess I'm taking her to Costco to get some mooncakes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have any plans, but it's like part of the, like, oh, she's in Maryland, so I have to go see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to get my flu and booster shot when I go home, too. So I might be knocked out. So maybe I won't even get to talk to my grandma, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I figured I might as well do it while I'm home, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting a booster too, like on Friday. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do both just to like get it over with, but 
I've been reading mixed reviews online of like people saying that like it like killed them, and other people being like, eh, eh. So yeah, someone from my lab um, got the booster today, and she was like dying the first half of the day, mm-hmm. or she got it yesterday actually, and then the morning she felt really bad, but then she ended up coming up in the coming in second half of the day. So I guess she was well enough afterwards. Oh, so maybe it's just like a, a fast but intense. intense pain yeah yeah i was like i might as well get them at the same time too because then i won't have to yeah i don't usually get anything from the shot. zoo shop though I'm yeah fine you're right afterwards. you're right yeah any other last updates for our friends our listeners the loyal ones who have returned <laughs> There will be like no one who returns. I know. <laughs> Don't say that. The people listening will be like, "Am I not a person?" <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'll. I guess I'm kind of curious. I mean, we've talked about it amongst ourselves a little bit, but why are we deciding to do the podcast if we've like gone for so many months without it? We're like living full lives outside of podcasting. I'm kind of curious, but. Like each of your motivations is, I guess, to bring it back. Like we didn't have to, and we pushed it off for <laughs> a while. <laughs> mm, I think I like the structure of the podcast and like how we do have like more interesting conversations sometimes than what we would normally do when we just hang out. Because when we hang out, we have other things to distract us. We don't have to be talking the whole time. We're more like but here, eating. we're like sit down. Yeah. Discuss your emotions or whatever thoughts on this topic. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have. And it's nice to have a schedule, like a scheduled meeting every week to ensure we have more time together. Even more time. <laughs> All right, Linda. <laughs> She's <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's just like the momentum can't be stopped. Like we've done the pod and we will continue doing the pod. Um, that doesn't sound like a very compelling reason. But <laughs> well, my reason's even worse. So what is your reason? Yeah, what is what is it? <laughs> I like being able to flex and say that we have a podcast. <laughs> Are you You're the one who's like, don't tell them we have a podcast. <laughs> okay, don't tell them. But also, I kind of like the fact that I guess in a more like thoughtful way it's like we're making something each week mm-hmm. which i pick up and put down crocheting and like drawing and things like that so i'm like not always like on a schedule kind of making something mm-hmm. and so i like that each week when we're doing a season we're like producing something mm-hmm. and like putting it out in the world and it's kind of like nice. a baby yeah yeah because i'm like always creating content for like my job and like mm-hmm. posting stuff and it's like this is my or our thing and so it's kind of nice it's nice yeah yeah also we made a pact that we have to keep doing it until the first child so <laughs> someone better get pregnant soon or none of us will ever get pregnant no we have to continue doing this <laughs> to our death <laughs> until in the grave honestly both of those sound okay to me so <laughs> If you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 
And you can find us on Instagram at movingalongpod and check out our Medium blog for all of our bonus contents. You can follow us there at movingalong.medium.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.